Hey y'all, it's Amelia Rose, and welcome to Say La Me. I hope everybody's doing well. This week was awesome for me. I have been much happier this week than I was last week. Uh, I remember my last episode, I was saying that I was kind of like not feeling that great, or I was feeling a little bit like eh about everything, so I really feel like doing that girls' night episode was nice, and now I'm back with a deeper and more analytical episode that I already had scheduled, but that I kind of pushed back in regards to how I was feeling. So yeah, I'm feeling much better. Yeah. As far as this week, I've just been going to my internship and writing some stuff there and I got to see the issue of the next month's magazine on screen a few weeks ago. So we looked through that, made sure everything was great and good to go. It's all in production, all the graphics and everything. So it was really great. It was basically, um, if you've ever been to issue.com, that's basically what it looks like um, when you're flipping through the magazines and the digital editions of magazines that's what it looked like and then it was approved to go to printing so that was great being on the editorial side it's been really cool to see pieces that I've worked on either if they're from me as an author or if they're from other authors that I'm just editing it's really great it's like oh that's my story like that's cool you know and also my name is in the cover of the magazine with listed with like the full-time actually employed people so that's really cool it's like editorial intern so I love that I've been loving that and it's really cool to see what goes into creating a magazine so very exciting i've also been doing some stuff for student media and kind of planning what we're going to do for that first few weeks of school as far as outreach to new and returning students um especially the freshmen and sophomores because the rising sophomores now they came in during covid like the very midst of covid and it was just kind of like "Eh." like that's not very nice for y'all. You probably didn't get involved as much as you would have liked to. So we're renewing our efforts to try and get more visible on campus, try and promote our organizations, and make students more aware that there are more ways to get involved, and it's there to read, and whatever. So also, side note, it's been raining here for the last few days, and it'll be like that for the rest of the week, I think. So I was planning on going to spin class today, but it's rainy, and when it's rainy, I get in really, like, cozy moods, so, like, I have my coffee here, I'm in cozy, comfy clothes, and I really want to bake today, but I kind of doubt I'm going to do that. Tomorrow um, is Father's Day, so we're going to be making some stuff for that, and I probably won't bake anything because we'll probably bake something. Yeah, I think we're planning on making a cake, so we'll probably do that for Father's Day, and I won't bake anything for, like, tonight or anything, but I'm happy to help with that, and I'm really excited about Father's Day. Also, guys, yesterday, Taylor Swift, oh my gosh, she announced that Red is going to, I can't even speak, that Red is going to be the next re-recorded album, and I'm laughing so hard because everybody, like, on Twitter, I don't have Twitter, but I do go on it a lot, uh, because thank you, Twitter, for letting your tweets and stuff be visible to other people who don't have accounts, because Instagram and Facebook are not doing that, and it's really annoying because it's like, I might not have a, an account, and I might not be able to interact with people, but sometimes I might want to see, you know, especially when people send me Facebook links, like, log into Facebook, and I'm like, no, I don't have one, so anyway, thank you, Twitter, for actually <laughs> letting your stuff be visible, but yeah, I have definitely been kind of stalking the Taylor Swift Twitter world, and everyone, oh my gosh, everyone was so much like, it's gonna be 1989, I know it's gonna be 1989, blah, 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 To the point where people were saying, let's start 1989 era without Taylor. And I get a couple jokes. I understand, you know, being like, okay, Taylor, let's announce something today. But to be honest, that really rubbed me the wrong way of like, let's start 1989 without Taylor. I was like, 
maybe I'm getting way too sucked into it and it's like not it's not even real life and I'm just like oh whatever but I got so irritated when I saw that because that was happening all yesterday I believe and I was like let's start 1989 without Taylor like come on Taylor you know your fans have already started without you and I'm just kind of like calm down and don't act so entitled like seriously that really really ticked me off and then taylor comes out with an announcement hey red's coming in november so enjoy that i don't know all the signs well not all the signs a lot of the signs were pointing to red but a lot of the signs were pointing to 1989 and i feel like maybe taylor saw that and got as ticked off as i was and was just like "Uh uh-uh we are doing red. We're not doing, we're not doing 1989 because no, like I'm going to start the entire red era without y'all because y'all aren't even prepared. Also, I love how the cover art for red is was shot during Evermore. Really cool. Anyway, that is very, very, very exciting. I can't wait. I'm definitely doing an episode about that in November and I already have I have my release night all planned out. It's really fun. I am going to bake cookies. I'm going to bake those chai cookies that Taylor, the recipe that Taylor posted on Tumblr like in 2014-15. She has eggnog icing on it and I have never tried it with the eggnog icing. I've made like just like powdered sugar icing and put like nutmeg and like spicy spices in it. um like warm spices uh that scream fall to me like chai but i've never done eggnog icing and i wonder if around november if eggnog will be available because then i can just go pick up some eggnog and make it the full recipe like exactly how it was written out because i've never done that i've made the cookies absolutely amazing i have not made the icing anyway i'm going to be making those cookies i'm going to be probably make hot chocolate uh i'm going to do what i did for the fearless review i'm going to be in my car and I'm going to be recording it so that I don't disturb my family. I'm going to listen to the album front to back, um, all the way through. I know a lot of people skip around. Some people go to the bonus tracks first. That's not me. I like to get the entire experience. And then right after that, I'm going to be recording my review for it. And then I'm going to edit it and release it. And it's going to be, I'll probably be up till like 5am or something, but I'm extremely excited about it. So, okay. So the rain just started picking up. So if you can hear it, I apologize, but at the same time, I can't control the weather, and also, it's kind of a nice mood, so. Alright, so today, I'm going to be chatting about change. My life has gone through a lot of changes in the last few months as far as internships and jobs and going out of one job and going into the next job and then people and lots of stuff and then, you know, going from being a junior, finishing finals, and then now I'm a senior somehow, and it sounds ridiculous, so life has gone through a lot of changes in the last few months and it's great. I will say most of the changes has have been good. So I'm very happy about that, but just, I am someone who is generally cautious about change. Just doesn't matter. Good change, cautious, bad change, cautious. I just am a little bit hesitant, a little bit, whoa, it's really raining out there. I'm sorry. I'm just staring at my window. It's like lots of rain. Anyway, very cautious about change. Just kind of want to test the waters, but sometimes that's not even possible. You just can't, you have to just choose, you know, either this opportunity comes up, And you have to take it or you're going to lose it. You can't be like, well, what about this? What about that? How's it going to look? You have to either go for it or say no. My life has definitely gone through some changes, but I guess being cautious is good because it's a sign that I have a good life that I don't want to change necessarily. But, you know, I don't want to be a student forever. I don't want to be an intern forever. I want to get a full-time job. That's going to be a change that hopefully will come around this time next year or 
a little bit before this time. Um, and I want to get married at some point. So, you know, changing from single to dating to dating to engaged to engaged to married, that's all going to be a lot of changes. And I can't just be like, honey, I guess I'll see. How's this going to affect my life? You know, I have to be like, no, I love you and I'm going to change my life for you, you know? And so I feel like, I feel like I'm doing a lot better about being spontaneous and not overanalyzing every opportunity that comes my way. Uh, I definitely still ask my mom what she thinks about different things like job opportunities or whatever, because she knows a lot more than I do. Girls, your moms tend to know more than you do, so just keep that in mind. And then also, she's normally right, which is a little annoying sometimes, but she is normally right, so I really value her opinion. Uh, so I asked my mom, but after that, I pretty much just decide to pursue it or not. I used to go around and ask absolutely everyone on the face of the earth. I'm like, girls, like my sisters, what do y'all think? Friends, what do y'all think? Like, brothers, what do y'all think? And a lot of times my brothers are just like, huh, I don't know, <laughs> it's good. And so, um, but I used to ask absolutely everybody how this would affect me. What did they think? Did they think I would be good? I would take like online quizzes. No, I'm kidding. I actually didn't do that when there was actually something to do. I still take online quizzes like those like stupid BuzzFeed quizzes because it's fun. But um, I would definitely, before college, I remember this was so just so typical of me um at that point but before college I was going on I was like career aptitude tests every career aptitude test I could ever find and that's a normal time to be taking career aptitude tests but I kind of went on the extreme one because I really enjoy taking quizzes like even if there's a subscription box type of thing that involves a quiz like I've taken <laughs> I've taken wine quizzes I've taken skincare quizzes I've taken hair quizzes for like these monthly subscription box that I'm never gonna buy or I might buy later on, but I just really enjoy taking the quizzes, and sometimes the quizzes will, like, make me feel like I really want to buy the product, which I know that that's the point. I never end up doing it. I don't think I've ever gotten a subscription box that I've kept for a subscription. Like, one time I got, um, you know the Kinder Beauty box that I think it's Danella Manet and Ivana Lynch that they did? Uh, I got the very first one that came out, um, not the very first box, but, like, the first box that they released I guess um and before I ordered it I was like hi I just want to make sure that I can cancel this right after I order because I can't pay for it every month but I really want to try it and oh my gosh their customer service was so nice and they're like yeah sure no problem totally and I had missed some sort of promo code or something and I was like hey I noticed that this the promo code and I didn't apply it and they're like oh we'll apply it to your box it was like for a free product included with your box and they were so nice they let me cancel they were like no hard feelings we totally understand anyway that's I'm detouring but my point is I am not as analytical I feel less need to dissect it I need less time to dissect it I feel like a lot of changes in my life have been good ones so they're easier to accept I feel like good changes are easier to accept you know accepting a marriage proposal is way easier than accepting a death in the family so I feel like in general you need less time to decide on a good change rather than a bad change Hey y'all, it's sponsor time. 
Today's episode is presented by Omeo. Omeo is a travel booking platform that makes planning a journey in Europe and North America effortless. Just enter your travel details and Omeo will magically give you all the train, bus, flight, and ferry options for your journey. It's never been simpler to book your first real vacation for 2021. Best of all, using Omeo saves you time and money, which is a win-win in my book. Omeo wants to help you leave your house this summer by offering 5% off your next booking. Just head on over to omeo.com and use the code LISTENER5 at checkout. Valid until the 30th of June for new users on all modes of transportation. It's just the pick-me-up 2021 needs. All the information is linked down below. But some changes have been harder to accept, but I think that I tend to take it in stride more easily than I used to because I'm not as resistant to it. I feel like it has to do with my outlook on life. I feel like I have a more positive, more excited outlook on life than I used to, so I don't need to dissect a different opportunity or change or whatever as much because I'm like, you know what? Life is great and if this doesn't work, it's okay and I'm not going to be crushed by it when maybe a couple years ago, I'm like, I really don't want to accept this if it's not going to work out because I will be devastated, you know? And so I feel like it's very indicative of a change in my attitude and my perspective, which is great. It takes growth to kind of change your attitude and change your perspective. So I feel like my willingness to accept change a little bit more recently, uh, probably in the last couple years or so, really tells me that I have grown in that area. And so just because I am not as likely to dwell on something for way too long and kind of kill it with my overanalyzation, I definitely am still introspective. I feel like that's something that is just a personality trait that will not go away that I'm very grateful for, but I do notice I'm still introspective and that's where a lot of these episodes come from. Um, I was thinking about different seasons that I'd gone through in my life. I also really love that I kept a diary since I was eight because it really makes it easy to see the different changes and the different people. Like sometimes I'll even mention people and I'll be like, like reading back now, I'm like, who were they? And then I was like, oh, weird. They meant so much to me. And now I'm like, barely remember them. And so I was reflecting on different seasons that I've gone through in life and how people have come and gone. And I've had different classes and different professors, different jobs, different friends, different majors even. And as much as life has changed, so have I. You know, my core personality and values have remained the same because that's me. But I've gone through different changes in perspectives and outlooks. And I've probably come out maybe a slightly different version of Amelia Rose each time. And sometimes going between seasons can be really hard because although you're gaining a lot of new things, you also most likely have to lose some things in order to move on to the next phase of life, you know? Say you're moving into a bigger house and it's really nice, but you're having to leave the house that you have been in for the past eight years and it's maybe smaller, maybe not as ideal, but you've had memories there and, you know, it's not it's a hard change, but it's not a bad change, so that's kind of what I'm trying to say, but I feel like it's really hard because some losses don't feel like losses, like, you know, you're quitting a job you absolutely hate to go to a new one you absolutely love, like, that's, you're not gonna have much, like, reminiscing moments with that, you're not gonna be like, oh, my office, you're gonna be like, bye, see you later, um, But sometimes, even if you're really excited about what's to come, you can't help but feel sad about what you're leaving behind. And I know I keep talking about marriage, but I keep, I feel like this is best represented by getting married and having 
you're, you know, you're leaving your family or you're leaving, like, your single life behind, and as much as we like to complain as single girls, um, or those of us who are single like to complain about, oh, we're single and, you know, whatever, there's a certain magic behind it, um, I definitely want to be dating at some point, but I am pretty content, I would say I'm pretty genuinely content with being single right now, and so I would find it really difficult, especially since I still live with my family, I'm not alone in an apartment or anything, but I would find it very, very difficult to get married and leave my family, because that's really all I've known for 21 years, and not that I wouldn't be excited, I would be, uh, I would just be like beyond excited about going to live with my husband and be married and years down the road have kids and just like this whole new life and it's so gorgeous and someone chose you someone loves you enough to devote their life to you like oh my gosh so exciting but I would definitely be lots of tears leaving my family but anyway um and so I feel like this happens a lot when you have a loss in a new change, even if it's, you know, just a stripping away of something that doesn't serve you anymore. It happens a lot with losing people, you know, maybe you move away and you just know you're not going to be as close to people as you once were. That can be sad, and I know I've looked back on parts of my life, you know, like I said before, that certain people were a part of, and although I'm really happy where I currently am, sometimes, depending on who the person is, you know, if I remember them or not, I'll get really nostalgic or even a little bit sad when I remember the good times I had with that person, you know, and here's the thing, you can even miss people who weren't the best for you. I do this when I think about the beginning of a relationship and how innocent it was. I feel like all of my relationships have started out on, at least on my part, on a very innocent thing of just like, I just want to have a relationship with you. I just want to connect with you. I want to be friends. I want to, you know, whatever. Um, it always starts out really innocently for me and I feel like it progresses innocently for me. I don't feel like I tend to get, you know, have ulterior motives or anything, but I have had relationships where it just hasn't worked out and it leaves a bitter taste in my mouth. And, um, when I'm reminiscing, I don't go to those like dark parts. I go to the parts that are really sweet, like the beginning, you know, when I was just like, oh, this person's so nice or this person is so sweet and so attentive or whatever. And then at some point, it's not good for me anymore, and it's so weird how I can completely bypass the bad parts when I'm looking at the good parts, because I'm like, no, here's the reason why you left, or here's the reason why you're not speaking to that person anymore, or why the relationship is let out, but no, I want to give reflect on, like, the cute little, like, inside jokes that we used to have, you know? I think that's why people have a really hard time getting out of bad relationships, because they keep trying to convince themselves that it's good because of how it was in the beginning, I'm not going to use song lyrics I was going to, but, um, not going to do that. Um, but I do that all the time. I make lots of excuses for people, you know, within reason. I don't excuse, like, really blatant things that are just, like, outright just horrible. But if I can convince myself that there is some ounce of good in it, I'll focus on that and I lose sight sometimes. And I'm not a doormat, but I think I used to make way more excuses for people than they actually deserved or needed. I let people get away with not putting in effort or whatever because I didn't want to make a fuss, you know? I wanted to keep the relationship. I was like, er, I really, really want to keep this. Okay, I'll just, I'll be quiet. Maybe you don't have to, like, pick every battle that you see, so just calm down. I would convince myself, like, not that I was overreacting. I don't think I ever said that I was overreacting because I think that that's a little bit disrespectful to myself. I wasn't going to just say, like, oh, your feelings aren't valid. It's like, okay, maybe it's valid, but maybe you also need to have a little patience. 
don't need to just like outright accuse them of not putting an effort it's okay and so I'd kind of just be like you know what it's okay let a couple things slide but you know you know, if it continues, you can talk to them about it. So that was my mindset. And luckily, none of my relationships have ever gotten really super disrespectful or like abusive or anything. But I definitely held on to people for longer than I should have. A lot of people, not very fun. And I think a lot of this stemmed from me having a reputation of being kind and sweet. I would say that I still generally have this reputation uh, wherever I go. <laughs> and I just sort of assume their reputation wherever I go. It's just, I don't know, every time, it doesn't matter what situation I'm in, it's just like, yeah, I'm sweet, that's my girl, she's sweet, you know, and I feel like that's just who I am in a lot of situations, and it's not an image thing where I work really hard to cultivate, it just happens, and I guess that's good, I guess that means I'm being authentic wherever I go, and so that's great, and I am fine with it. I want to be known as someone who's a kind person, who's nice, who's approachable, but I think I was concerned in the past having this reputation that if I stood up for myself and said, hey, you're not being a good friend, you're not putting an effort and it's not fair to me, that I would all of a sudden not be sweet or I would be like betraying who they thought I was or something. And I don't want to come off as a jerk or as a pushy person. I don't feel like I'm a pushy person. And I would say a lot of this has to do with me not wanting to come off as someone I'm not. And I also really dislike conflict, <laughs> so that plays a definite role. But I also love to give people the benefit of the doubt. I love to give people chances, and I like to be someone who's flexible and someone who can work with people, not someone who's just like, you looked at me weird, bye, we're never talking again, you know? And so uh, something that everyone, but especially girls, should know is that standing up for yourself is not not nice, in quotes. It's not not nice. It doesn't matter if you ruffle feathers or you make a situation awkward if you're not being respected, especially if it's a dangerous or really urgent matter that needs to be stopped immediately. I haven't had anything happen like that, but I know that there are people out there who have, and sometimes they just kind of sit by and they're just like, I don't want to be that girl, you know? I don't want to be the person who's causing a scene, you know? But I, this has taken me a while, but I'm just like, you know, if I'm not being treated correctly, I'm not going to just sit down and be like, eh, I don't want to, you know, I will let a few things, like I said, there is something to the saying of you don't have to pick every battle that comes your way, you know, pick and choose. It's okay. If you're constantly fighting people, you're going to come off as aggressive and I'm not an aggressive person. I understand some people are, you know, have things going on, some things aren't ideal, it's okay, but I would sometimes take those excuses to, like, a new level of, like, they're not treating me right, oh, but they're going through something, yeah, no, they're not, uh, they're going through something called immaturity and you need to leave anyway so I think I would get scared that people would think that I wanted like a girl boss type of moment if I stood up for myself or that I was trying to like quote make a statement or something and I don't naturally have a very loud or bold personality so I felt like people might think I was trying to be someone I wasn't it's going back to I never want to appear to be someone that I'm not I'm also it's nice sometimes you need to raise your voice sometimes you need to be like you know what no this is not going to happen but for me I don't do that often. I use it very, very sparingly. I don't think I've ever raised my voice to someone outside my family. I don't believe. Anyway, but sometimes you just need to be like, excuse me, no, 
not gonna happen um but i i want to save that for when because sometimes i feel like it's overused and i want to save it for a time where it's like no if i'm talking to you very firmly that means that i am it's serious and you need to stop what you're doing right now and listen you know and so here's the thing at some point what people think about you or the way they misinterpret your actions it shouldn't matter you know would you rather be misinterpreted or be disrespected and for a long time i would be like oh it's okay to be disrespected i just do not want to be misinterpreted i want all my actions to come off i want people to know what i'm thinking i want people to know what i'm doing and i don't want anything that i say or do to be misquoted or misinterpreted that's not realistic at all. People are always going to misinterpret what you're saying. Um, not always, but it's going to happen if you're living your life. Some people will misinterpret a text and be like, hey, you okay? And you're like, yeah, I'm totally fine. What are you talking about? And they're like, that text seemed a little off, you know, like you just said K when you're normally like, okay, that's fine. That works great. You know, it's like, oh no, I'm just, I'm really busy. I'm about to, like I'm driving or I'm about to start driving. I can't talk to you for a long time and so things are always going to be misinterpreted but that shouldn't stop you from living life you should just be able to be like oh no I'm fine you know so there was this one time in a relationship that I finally did tell the person <laughs> that I was not okay with the lack of effort on their part and that felt really good for me but unfortunately they said that they would try to do better and then nothing changed so the relationship fizzled out you know you can't keep up a relationship as much as you think you can you can't keep up a relationship on one side there's no such thing as a one-sided relationship you're basically just staying connected with this person but you don't actually have a relationship so putting that out there for anyone who needs that um i felt really good about the fact that i told someone how i felt and expressed my opinions did they think i was too pushy or i was overreacting honestly maybe they did maybe they're just like oh wow like some people when you challenge them it doesn't matter how you challenge them but if you challenge them at all and you're just kind of like you know i don't think you're acting the best that you could they're like oh my gosh no this person's wrong like i can do no wrong and this person is just completely has got it backwards and no you know they could have been very offended i have no clue how they took it maybe they thought i was overreacting maybe they thought i was overanalyzing but did i care not really. I cared more about the relationship and more about myself to say, hey, this is not okay. We either need to not talk because basically that's what's happening anyway. I'm putting in all the effort or we need to start talking and you need to like actually put in effort. And so regardless of whether that relationship worked out or not, which it didn't, um, it was really rewarding to me to be like, hey, guess what? I can talk to people and I can say this and I can make my needs known. And sometimes I understand it if you keep doing that and people keep feeling like, oh, she's not worth the effort. I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to change. It can get exhausting. You know, you can say, oh, I feel a certain way. And then someone's like, oh, well, I don't care. You know, and if that happens too often, it can mess with your self-esteem. But I feel like me finally voicing that opinion was like the scariest thing to do. But at that point, I was actually a little bit mad. <laughs> I was like, we haven't talked in months. And then you're sliding back in and being like, hello, how are you? And I'm just like, no, this is not happening. Like, you can't just toy with me like that because the moment I'm like almost moving on, because I actually really like this person. I was like very, um, I really like them anyway. So you can't just slide back in and be like, hi, how are you? Like, and chat like nothing happened. It's like the moment I was like backing off and like 
moving away, distancing myself, and just kind of being like, oh, like, I can move on, then they would come back in and be like, hi, and be like, oh my gosh, I love you, you know, horrible, anyway, it was really bad, but anyway, I feel like just finally saying, hey, I am not okay with this, and it's okay, you know, you either change, and I'll accept that, and I'll, I'm very happy for you to change, I'm very happy for, and I, I did definitely do an internal look at myself, and I'm like, am I doing anything wrong, I found out that I wasn't, and, um, and I'm willing to admit if I'm doing something wrong, but found out that I wasn't, and I was like, okay, it's time to tell this person that this either needs to change or we need to say bye, and so we unofficially said bye because they never changed. (laughs) So that is today's episode. I feel like I talked a lot and said a lot, and I'm really happy with it, so I'm trying to open up a little bit more, trying to balance private life and privacy with trying to, you know, just put myself out there because basically the thing that's unique about my podcast is me and I don't want to just hide behind today's topic is you know I want to tell a little bit more about my life and a little bit about my experiences and what I've been doing so I feel like I did a pretty good job in this episode so if y'all want more personal stuff feel free to email me bonjourcelami at gmail.com or go to my website use that contact form if that's how you feel like getting in touch if you have any episode suggestions I would be very happy to take them I have a couple that I've gotten from listeners that I'm really 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 looking forward to uh, doing so I'm really excited about those also if you want my newsletter subscribe to my newsletter it's been so much fun to do I really appreciate those who have subscribed and if you want to give me a review I would very much appreciate it because honestly it makes my entire day when I get an email that's like you have a new review I'm like oh my gosh someone reviewed like it makes me so happy it's like a little mini party and I'm very happy about it so until then enjoy your week enjoy your father's day and I will talk to you next week bye